Hey guys, I'm Ronnie Mazumdar. I'm uh, uh, been in this country for about 25 years. Um, currently, I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, essentially, I create um, memorable events and ideas. That's what I bring to life. That's essentially who I am. And I'm very excited to be here this evening and uh, having a further conversation with all of you. Thank you, Ronnie. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. We are so glad to have you today in the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. My pleasure. Thank you both for inviting me here. Mm -hmm. So, Ronnie, uh, in your introduction, you said you make, make memorable events. Sure. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, it, 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 the first thing to recognize is that what I like to create in different dimensions, and it could be through arts, it could be through restaurants, it could be through films, television, any medium that you're touching. In the end, I create products that leave an impression and an impact on you. If it doesn't, then it doesn't excite me. That's what I realized uh, a little over a decade ago, mm -hmm. and I started working towards that goal to create it. What, where that brings me today is a group of restaurants. That's really where the focus is, and in the near future, there's some really exciting stuff that I'm working on that I would love to share with you guys. Wow. Yeah. Can you... Can you speak a little about what's coming next? <laughs> <laughs> Just to give you a uh, background, I own a group of restaurants. There's three of them. There's going to be a fourth one that's opening by the end of, by the middle of this year. What we're doing, we're creating, uh, through my personal lens, of Indian restaurants mm -hmm. that all look and feel different. And as you mentioned, three of the restaurants that you currently own, and all of these three restaurants are in Queen, are, are in New York City. Yeah. And I have to name them for the audience. Sure. <laughs> yeah, Rahi, uh, the Masala Wala, yeah. and Adda. Yeah. And I also have to let our audience know that Adda was uh, named one of the 10 best new restaurants in New York City by the New York Times mm -hmm. for yes. 2018, right? Yes. So congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Ronnie, I uh, just wanted to know how old are you now? I'm 36 years old. Yeah. The reason why I asked your age is, uh, I want to uh, take you back to the age when you were 13, mm -hmm. when you first came to America. Your father, who had a highly reputed job as a lawyer in India, mm -hmm. he left his job, mm -hmm. he gave up his career and came to the U.S. and started a food, fruit cart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you were helping him every single day, waking up 3 a.m. in the morning. I wish I could say every day. Mm -hmm. It was whenever I had chances from school. Right, yeah. right. I was, but yeah, as much as I could. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when you look back, what do you feel about the career transition your father made? Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, you know, this whole idea of uh, <coughs> standing on the shoulders of giants mm -hmm. uh, kind of comes up on that very topic in many mm -hmm. ways. We sometimes don't recognize what the last generation really brings mm -hmm. unless we really spend that time with a sense of empathy. Mm -hmm. What I mean by that is sometimes you might see someone's mom or dad who has a, a day job. That right. you might not respect today. You, because you want to chase in the world and you want to achieve a billion dollars by X amount of age. But what you have to realize is that if they didn't make their choices, you might not be where you are. Mm -hmm. So looking back in time, I think it's incredibly selfless. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, it creates an amazing sense of family. And I think uh, my father gave me more than another father who might have given a, their son a billion dollars. Right. Mm -hmm. Because my father was able to give me life experience. Mm -hmm. And he never really sheltered me. He mm -hmm. gave me the option to experience life and the challenges, the mm -hmm. positives and the negatives together. And I learned what it is to be a family at a very young age. Mm -hmm. I wasn't this sheltered single child 
who was who didn't have a clue of what was going on. We had our hardship, we had our challenges. Right. First time moving to this country, my father, my mother, they took up jobs that they probably never in their life dreamed that they might end up doing. But that's okay. I mm-hmm. don't think there's anything to look down upon. Right. What I when I look back, I cherish each of the memories with immense amount of pride mm-hmm. because it takes a man a great deal of courage mm-hmm. to take a step back. And Ronnie, I was reading uh, one of your interviews and there was one one moment where you heard somebody saying we would end up like this forever like a fruit fruit seller like forever there was one day it was raining really hard it was very early in the morning we had to get there around three o'clock if we'd start from home because before the office crowd would come in we would want to be there to serve people their breakfast so that's why the goal was to come in set up the cart all those things and that day we got stuck because it was raining really hard and there was I believe he was an Afghani man and we were all the fruit carts that are parked there everybody's waiting outside for the rain to taper off mm-hmm. so they can go to their respective locations this man looks up to the sky and he just says in his own way he is like ah this is this is our life somewhere that hit me mm-hmm. and I will never forget that day because I in my head I didn't say anything out loud I was 13 and a half years old and I said this is not my life somewhere it's a choice it's it's great that what we're doing right now it's fine but why why do we believe that this is all that life has to offer this is not what my parents came here for this is not why they brought me here and i think somewhere it's really important to recognize the opportunities that we all get um just by being in this country we can criticize this country we can look at a lot of pros and cons but truth is we moved here for opportunities and yeah. if i didn't utilize that to its fullest extent then mm-hmm. i'm doing something extremely wrong and destroying and crushing many people's dreams in the process. Um but yeah, I will never forget that day because uh, it's it's personal, emotional and like I said, I think it became a catalyst in my life to each day say this is not my life. It is not my life when I had when I graduated from college as an engineer ended up getting a job at one of the largest Fortune 500 companies in the world. Mm-hmm. Still after a few years, I said this is not my life. after quitting that each and every when i opened my first restaurant and that was featured in multiple publications i said this is not my life i actually had a humongous argument with my father not for once but many times over with just opening the restaurant right because he was scared mm-hmm. when you come from a turbulent past right. you want stability mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what my parents gave me was that sense of stability mm-hmm. so i could shake things up yeah and if i wasn't and that's where i feel like i'm not living to my fullest potential mm-hmm. so when in terms of my father's feeling he's excited humble and like i said the masala wala was truly created for my father's happiness he was retiring and i thought you know mm-hmm. what what can i do mm-hmm. for my dad mm-hmm. who chose to come across the world give up on everything that he did mm-hmm. to just give me a better life i, I, I was just thinking because you because because uh, I'm a south asian as well and looking from the south asian perspective you had a well settled job in the in that company before mm-hmm. starting your own restaurant mm-hmm. can, can we name the company sure yeah, yeah. yeah. johnson yeah. and johnson i worked there yeah. for quite some time wonderful right. company one of the yeah. best experiences of, of my course. life right and you thought of quitting that job and then starting your own restaurant which mm-hmm. which uh, as a father seems like okay my son has gone crazy because sure. he's living a well settled job right mm-hmm. so just wanted to figure out what made you take up that decision i don't think having a job in a wonderful company is a bad thing okay it just wasn't something that was meant for me okay that's all it is it's not about 
oh my god people who work for major companies are all like evil or right. are not ambitious they're equally ambitious they're, there's wonderful people that do those it's really it's like how you two are married mm -hmm. to each other mm -hmm. it's not about there's a lot of people out there but there's a reason why you two are married mm -hmm. your career is just like that you right. choose that because you feel that sense of compatibility there's something that exhilarates uh, you know within you there's something that it's like a drug guys honestly I, <laughs> <laughs> it is actually like i'll be very frank with you <laughs> it's like you know to live that life where it's so darn unplanned mm -hmm. and just every day is a new challenge right it's i i don't smoke i barely drink so to me i think that's my little alcohol right there <laughs> <laughs> but roni what if you have failed i did I, I yeah and guys i what we need to recognize is that there's this idea of failure that gets ingrained in us and it's exactly the question that mm. has stopped most people from trying new things okay which is what if i fail yeah. what would happen what would i do at that point well what we first need to understand is success is not going around failure mm -hmm. success is going through failure I have failed over and over and over again. It just I don't look at failure as a milestone or an end goal. I look at failure as a stepping stone towards my success. Talking about your failure, what what kind of things have you failed on so sure. that our audience can understand? Okay, Roni, even Roni has failed. Um, I opened my first restaurant as the Masala Wala. My second restaurant I shut down after ten months. Uh, it was called Tapestry. Mm -hmm. uh, in the grand scheme of things, I failed because I actually opened a restaurant and I closed it down. It was a major restaurant, and it's uh, with lots of positive things happening. But somewhere, uh, we were not connecting with the audience that I really wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, and nobody wants to close down a venture. They open it where you spend three years of your life opening something, and then after ten months, you shut it down. Something has to be drastically wrong. I myself felt like an absolute fa failure when it shut down. Mm -hmm. um, it didn't. I chose to. but at the same time it's it was probably the best thing i could have done mm -hmm. um because if i didn't go through that experience if i didn't make the transition that i did trust me guys there would be no conversation about james beard or top 10 in new york times mm -hmm. none of this because i needed to go through those experiences mm -hmm. in order to come to that point and i mean how many ways can we look at it it's not we cannot choose our career career path in a linear fashion mm -hmm. we believe and again goes back to the societal norm i think we need to first spend a lot of time on learning a lot of things right our lives are just a picture of whatever people around us are telling us life is like mm -hmm. but somewhere we need to unlearn a lot of things to see it through your own eyes right i think i was having a conversation just with you guys and mm -hmm. speaking about a lot of immigrant communities i was exactly that guys right my goal when i first came here was that wow you know i want to get a job that i can tell all my family members and all my friends and for a company that they have always heard of right because that would make them so proud mm -hmm. i swear to god that was and i ended up getting that job it was it's a company that everybody in the world has heard of true and i was very proud of it but somewhere i didn't realize what else was at store what more that could happen and it's because that was the image that was in my head of success i think we evolve and it's important to keep challenging yourself to continue to evolve but i think where we are now in terms of failure um it's a huge topic i spent like 6 months after that quote unquote failure kind of not happy kind no. of really mm -hmm. it yeah. hits you man no mm -hmm. matter trust me i can sit here and give you all the motivational talks mm -hmm. when shit happens to you you're going to feel it right. and when your life is on the line you're going to feel that too 
My very first restaurant, Masala Wala, wasn't a roaring success on day one. Mm-hmm. There were the first three months. I used to sit outside the restaurant, look inside with like two people eating, and I used to actually think, wow, I think all of New York has already eaten. That's why nobody's here right now. <laughs> Swear to God, exact right. thoughts that used to go through my head. Mm-hmm. The only difference, the only difference was that I chose not to sit there and say, ah, I guess nobody's going to show up, so I should let it go. Mm-hmm. Ah, this didn't, this concept, this plan didn't work out, so I should just stop. Each time, you have to be the one to find that motivation within you mm-hmm. to keep pushing ahead at a time when no one in the world might believe in you. So now we're at the end of the podcast. If uh, if there's any, you know, any audience who wants to reach out to you for any career advice, are you comfortable sending your email address? Ronnie, R-O-N-I, at rahinyc.com. And if you happen to reach out to Ronnie, please make sure you write at the end of the day in the subtitle so that Ronnie knows where these emails are coming from. Sure. Yeah. I'm feeling really very heavy after listening <laughs> to what you have got to say. I, and I barely fed you. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for very inspiring conversation. Thank you so much for sharing your personal story with us. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys. Thank you for inviting me. And I'm, uh, I think I'm equally inspired by you guys. I must say. Mm-hmm. I think it's important to, uh, in our little conversation we were having, mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. what we're doing. I think it's not just me. What is important to realize, and I'll close by saying this. There's nothing about me that's special. I am equally like anybody else within our community. Anybody who wants to be me or bigger can any day do it. There's truly the only difference is I just keep pushing. I just keep challenging and questioning new things similar to what you guys are doing. So we're not that far off and I'm equally inspired by you guys. So thank you for this exhilarating moment. Yeah. Thank oh, you wow. so much. <laughs> On that note, we'd like to end our podcast and we want to thank Betaworks for this uh, for this podcast session. Yeah, for providing us the location to record the studio, to record our conversation with Ronnie today. And keep following our podcast. So until next week. Bye-bye. Hey guys, a quick note. If you have a personal story that you think might be helpful to the newly arriving immigrants in the US, please contact us. We would love to feature you in our podcast. Go to our website podcast at the end of the day.com and write to us by going to the feedback section. And by the way, if you love this podcast, you can support us with a small donation. Your help will enable us to continue producing more episodes. The link to support our podcast is in the description below.